The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. How about these, uh, that, uh, that uh, Oilers hockey team last night? Oh, man. Wowza. I gotta be honest with you. And do you remember, I sort of prefaced the game with Reed. You guys were saying that you thought it might be a blowout for the other team. Uh, you know what? I had a bet that uh, Morley Scott doesn't really bet. No. But we had a sort of a gentleman's bet, and I was prepared to give him 10 to 1 odds that the outcome of the game would be either one nothing, either or, didn't know which team would have the one, um, just because of the defensive play of uh, Hitchcock's teams, even knowing how much Colorado tends to score, or it would be a blowout for Colorado. Those, yeah. those were my two bets. Yeah. But, man, it was so much fun to watch that game. I've never seen the glass in a penalty box shatter before. And the poor guy that uh, must he hit and he's all cut no, up. No, 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 was... no. Don't describe him as poor, that poor guy, that idiot. He pounded on the glass. And, and uh, Benny. I wasn't saying poor. He looked like he was a WWE. He looked he like a, uh, uh, an ultimate fighter guy, one of those. Uh, Guys that get in the ring. It looked as though they escorted him out to get medical attention. and I well, was, His hands were all cut up. Yeah, I know. I would have... He's on his own. I, I think ah, if that happened... Was, no, nah. he, he pounded on the glass People until it broke. People pound on the glass all the time. Well, and they shouldn't. Well, okay, boss man. You better talk to the commissioner and make a rule. Listen, anyway, I, I was talking hate about... glass pounders. I absolutely <laughs> hate them. I thought it was funny that Benning... It looks over. The guy's pounding on the glass. He points to the scoreboard with a big smile on his face. We don't get to do that too often. But that was the first four in a row we've won this season. This season. And that's the reason when I was talking to Reed yesterday that I said, you know, fans have to temper their expectations. The team's not going to win every game. And that's really what I was talking about was that game last night because mm. I thought that would be potentially our first loss that we wouldn't, you know, in a while. I didn't think we'd get to four. Now we take on Winnipeg. They're a really good team. Um, that's well, they were be... a really great team last year. They only made it. They almost made yeah, it to the playoffs yeah. last year, right? I mean, it's 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 going or to. Or did be f- they make it to the playoffs last Winnipeg year? Did yeah. They made it to they the playoffs, to the or they right first... to the yeah, second no, round, got... something like that. I don't anyway, be they wrong. were in the playoffs. They, they were not... in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they they were in the playoffs. Escott. Escott. Did they make? Did they get knocked out by uh, Nashville? I don't. Hey, Dave Campbell. <laughs> we're putting all the sports guys comes. on the on the. Uh, on the spot here. Hey, Dave, grab a microphone here. We need a sports did, guy for a second. Did, did the Jets, how far did the Jets make it last year? They made it to the uh, Western Conference final. The Western Conference. And were knocked out by the Vegas Golden Knights. And oh, oh, that's, that's right. it. Yeah. So who did they knock off, though? Was it Nashville? It was Nashville. Yeah, yeah. There, I remember okay. there was a Nashville-Winnipeg yeah. series. It was uh, with the playoff format being as it is now in the NHL, the first and second best teams in the league Faced off each other, faced That's off against right. each other in the second round. That's right. In one part, great. In one part, unfortunately, yeah. had to yeah. be the second round. I just remember when we were away, and I know this was a few months prior to it, because when, uh, well, we were in Watuco on our holidays last year, and we were getting trash talk by some Winnipeg fans <laughs> because uh, they were playing the Oilers over New Year's, so that first week after New Year's, right. and we were being all sassy back, and we got blown out. It was like 6 1 or something like that. It was quite awful we mm-hmm. owed uh, we owed drinks for the rest of the week ah okay not, not, hey, well, not as, a good result as long as you're a sports guy and you're here so do you remember uh benny gets into a just uh he's throwing haymakers last night I, I don't know yeah so it's two guys who don't typically fight they're not i think it was matt calvert i believe could be i won't yeah. uh, i'll go with that yeah 
the refs didn't break it up. Did you watch the game? I watched the game. I, I wondered why they didn't step in. I mean, they were pretty evenly matched, but a helmet came off. Benning's helmets came, helmet came off, so I would have yeah. thought they'd step in at that point. Well, I think they tried to, and then Benning crashes to the ice, which was scary because yes. I thought, initially I thought, or asked, did he hit his head on the ice? Yeah, yeah. that could be really ugly, but he didn't, thankfully. So... It's just like the the fight Milan Lucic had with Peluso on Sunday. Yeah, but they once, stepped once, in on that right away, right? Yeah, once the helmet came off, it's yeah. like, yeah. okay, oh, is that where they stepped in? Okay. Yeah. And what happened to Clefbaum? Uh, uh, who's the one that he got hit hand? by a puck in yeah. his hand? Uh, did he break something in there? Do Don't we know? know that yet, but you know, we yeah, know Hitchcock, he's on injured reserve. Hitchcock so. said he might be off for weeks, so yeah. that, uh, that could mean four to six. Probably. He came back on and then left again, eh? So. And you know, maybe I made this up in my mind, but I'm pretty sure I saw it. But when Benny went to fight, it looked like Koskinen moved the net. No, someone did move the net. Did they? The refs moved the net. To give it a little more yeah, room? Yeah, someone moved the net. I, 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 thought it was, I thought it was the refs. Someone, I thought it was the refs, but no, someone moved the net. I saw that. you gotta give yeah. the you got to give the officials some credit there. Well, no Let's kidding. move the net so we can have a nice little <laughs> tilt. We either break oh, the helmet came off. Exactly. We break it up. We can either break this up or give them more what room. The, what was the final? I ended up going to bed. 6-4. 6-4? Oh. Six, yeah. six, it's about a oh, bad... Yeah. About a bad of a third period as a team could play. Okay, because yeah. I the think Oilers I, were not good. I went to bed. I think it was like six two, and I was like, "Oh, we've got this one six four. Well, we had it. Uh, you just never know. But okay. It's, you know, it's funny because I, as you both know, I think I like to trash talk the other team on Twitter. Yeah, you. you well, know. I I didn't last night because no. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure we have this. It was one. a very deceiving two goal game, but at the same time, that was about as like I said, a bad a period a team could play. <laughs> yeah. All righty, so they head off. Uh, land in uh, Winnipeg. Take on the Jets. The City Ford Faceoff Show tomorrow at four thirty. Puck drop at six o'clock. Thanks, Dave. Thank for you. clarification. You betcha. Uh, we were talking about signs earlier, and uh, that whole big gong show someone mm-hmm. just texted in said they uh in devon first time they've ever received a ticket and it was like 350 dollars for Whoa. not stopping at a stop sign but he said it was a photo radar ticket so i'm not quite sure about that but you know what sometimes you need to do what a guy in vermont does and i think that there's a lot of people who would enjoy public art like this oh i saw that a vermont this this man in vermont he's um been in a long running feud with local officials there um according to uh, a news station this guy his name is uh, ted pelkey he has been in this fight with the town over red tape that's preventing him from developing on his property he wants to move his recycling business and truck repair shop uh, from another town to his property to cut down on expenses. He says city staff have a personal grudge against him and are creating red tape. So he says, if if somebody tells me that they hate right up front, then it's a hate crime. So what does he do? He commissions a $4,000 piece of art. And you know what it is, Andrew? It's the bird. A, a big hand yeah. flipping the bird. One big finger uh, straight up in the air. Boy, I'll tell you what, it looks good. It's well done. It does. Yeah. And you know what? I think he's going to get away with it because I think as art, I mean, art is in the eye of the beholder. I've... Well, listen to this. City staff have said since the sculpture is considered public art, their hands are tied <laughs> and they're stuck with it. No way. That's bad. How, I'm not sure how that is. You know, it's public art, but he, it's, I guess it's on his property and, and all that sort of stuff. The, the neighbors in the town, the people who live there are a little concerned about it. They said, you know, it's not the love that I hope everybody is spreading in the world to what we need, but a big, giant 
flipping the bird, the old uh, Trudeau salute. Yeah, boy, when he's done with it, I'll take it. Uh, and listen, uh, speaking of taking things into we your own just hands. Put it in the River Valley. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or just spin around. Highway 2 South. Going to Calgary. <laughs> have a nice trip. Um, here's uh, another example. Now, this is an example uh, you just heard of a Vermont man, Vermont man taking uh, something into his own hands. This woman in Pennsylvania did. Uh, did the same type of thing. So, you know, potholes are quite an issue here in Edmonton. Mm. Apparently, they're an issue everywhere. And actually, there was a time years ago when I used to do that morning thing. Every time we interviewed a mayor, no matter what the town, I would ask him about potholes mm. or her. And every single mayor told us that there was a problem with yep. potholes in their town. So potholes is a problem. In uh, this place, Wilkes-Barre, uh, Pennsylvania, this woman finds a pothole outside of her house. So she... She goes out, she phones the city or does whatever you do when you find a pothole and gets no action, uh-huh. as, as many people have said. You know, oh, wait for the city to... Anyway, she gets no action, and the pothole starts getting bigger. So her concern is more for the safety of pedestrians and, and motorists who are driving down her street, dropping into this pothole. So it happens to come at a time of the year when she's going through her Christmas decorations in the attic to see what she's going to put up, and she finds an old artificial Christmas tree and a, and a little glow-in-the-dark kind of Santa Claus that she doesn't use. <laughs> and she thought, you know what, this is perfect. So she puts those in the pothole, and she says she did it so that people would see mm-hmm. the pothole because mm-hmm. you can't see it otherwise. And, and it works. So cars started avoiding the pothole by going around the Christmas tree. But in this day and age, you know what happens next. Somebody takes a picture of it and says, hey, here's the solution to potholes, mm-hmm. right? The picture goes viral. As soon as it goes viral, what happens? The city shows of up it does and fixes and it. fixes the pothole. Yeah. Well, do you remember when Bridget Ryan uh, from A Channel was filling potholes with flowers in I this do city? Do you remember that? that? Yes, she started that here. Yeah. See, it's funny because we've talked about um, well in the freeze thaw cycle that we've been yes, having. Absolutely. It's going to be brutal oh, for pot- really pot- potholes. Year. And we've talked about how we talked about it with regard to airlines the other day about how somebody had recommended an advocate for the airline for airline passengers has said you know go through the channels but then go social media yeah. because companies really look at social media and this is another example of where uh, a, a city looked at social media mm-hmm. and said okay this is embarrassing to us we- and so i was going to say speaking of that we had a conversation from santa's depot about passenger rights and we talked about luggage and we got a few questions Mm. and some listeners had said can you find out this and that so i put a call out to the advocate we were talking about uh gabby lucas lucas uh he's out in halifax i believe he's going to join me on friday so we're going to answer those questions about what you do with lost luggage damaged luggage all that kind of stuff, what your rights are. So that's a little heads up for Friday. There you go. 316 uh, Michelle Obama tickets and Michael Bublé tickets still to come on the 630 Chat Afternoon News. Do you know uh, Jay Lynn? <laughs> I do know Jay Lynn. Yeah, no. I, um, <laughs> this has been a very, so far, helpful show. This has been a very, here's some tips type show. And we didn't really plan it that way. I mean, the topics were somewhat planned, but they came together in a, here's some tips. So here's another tip for you. Uh, if you own a Ford F-250 or a Ford F-350. If you own a Ford truck. If you own a Ford truck. Lock it down. Any model, really, any year. You are among those most likely to have your vehicle stolen in the province of Alberta. The Insurance Bureau of Canada came out with its annual report on auto theft across the country. And in Alberta, Ford trucks 
made up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the 10 yeah. most popular trucks to be stolen in the province. And the other two are a little odd when you look at them. Yeah, Honda Civic two-door <laughs> hatchback. And a, uh, both are actually Honda Civic two-door hatchbacks. Now, is that the year 2000 and 1996? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would a 1996 Honda Civic two-door hatchback be so popular? I don't know. Maybe it's easy to get into. Maybe. And then four years later, the 2000 model came out. I have no idea. Yeah. So the suggestion from the uh, insurance bureau, and keeping in mind that a lot of you will be in mall parking lots and out abandoning your, not abandoning, but uh, parking your cars (laughs) without (laughs) eyes on them. uh, The report uh, suggested, uh, A, don't leave your vehicle unattended and running. And, you know, I hear that all the time. Police talk about how many of the vehicles that are stolen are actually stolen by convenience because you left them running. You know, if you're going, if you need to warm up your car, don't. you really need to invest in a remote car mm. start or don't do it or just sit in the car or send your kid out. Uh, don't leave your keys or key fobs unattended. Well, that's another one that doesn't, you don't think about it much, but it does come up. You leave your keys in your jacket pocket and then hang your pocket up at your jacket up at the community hall for the party or whatever. Oh yeah. I was at a party this year where somebody was caught rifling oh, really? through yeah, some kid from the neighborhood had come in and was rifling through jackets. Vehicle uh, thefts are way up like 23,000 uh I know it's crazy. Uh, with the last numbers 2016. It's Don't huge. leave valuables visible, park in well-lit areas, ideally a garage. Yeah, thefts are way above the national average here in Alberta, accounting for 29% of all such crimes across the country. Um, that's according to 2016 data from Stats Canada. There were 23,000 cars stolen in Alberta that year. Mm. Wow. Listen to this. In Calgary, 138 vehicles were stolen each week on average, and in Edmonton, 97 were yeah. taken each week on average. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a lot of stolen cars. And by the way, the police say that this is not, you know, you think of a, a stolen car as a random act, perhaps, or an act of opportunity, but they say that a great deal of these are as a result of organized crime, that there is a specific need for these vehicles for a reason, and they're shipped either uh, intact or in parts overseas. Mm-hmm. Almost immediately. Uh, knock on wood, I've never had uh, uh, one of my vehicles stolen. My ex-husband, I guess, I guess it was ours. It was his truck at the time. We were we were just dating, and uh, he went out for work one morning, and it was a big old truck. It was almost like could have been like a, a classic one yeah. if he had taken care of it, sort of stuff. Yeah, but they smashed the window and they took off. It's amazing that we didn't hear it happen because it backfired so much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those. Y- uh, y- you feel. Violated. Violated, sure, of yeah. Course. And it's like, come on, really? So he couldn't get to work, had to drive, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's frustrating. And if you've had your vehicle broken into, it's it's the same, it's the same and, thing. You know, and a lot of times, you know, it's the contents Someone of the vehicle. Someone steals your gnome. Let's not break that up. Or Mr. Again. Head. It's sometimes it's, and, and here's the other thing too, of course, think about the information that's in your glove exactly. compartment, right? Your address, your name, there's a lot of information there. A number of our listeners are saying the reason for the Ford and Civic is that the parts for those vehicles are in high demand and interchangeable between models. Ah, uh, okay. So that actually makes okay. a lot of sense. Mm. Does it matter if they're automatic or stick? They didn't differentiate between <laughs> I'm, I'm the I'm guessing two. no one I know about automatic or stick. It's probably automatic. <laughs> <laughs> I think a stick might be deterrent for most. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially in an F three fifty, I imagine that's a that's a big vehicle, that's a big hard stick. Yeah. To, yeah oh yeah. my goodness gracious! Uh, <laughs> I learned I learned how to drive uh, on a stick. Yeah, me too. I'm not sure I've ever. 
Do you know? I think of, way, although I ride motorcycle, I don't. Uh, yeah. You know, and that's that's a whole lot of working parts there. But it's, I, I've uh, only driven in a in a Ford truck, like driven a mm. Ford truck once in my life, mm. it, once, and it was hitchhiking back from up yeah. north. I was working yep. uh, rigs, and somebody picked me up, but they picked me up because they wanted to sleep. And so they picked me up, and they were like, do you know how to drive a stick? And I was like, yes. And they were like, fine. Will drive. you drive? And I said, yes. And he goes, I'm going to sleep. So I got in, you know, I'm just a kid, really. I get in behind the wheel, and this, this big old stick, like it's not, you know what I mean? Like it's, uh-huh. a, it's got the bar that comes down over to the, you know, and it was like you had to really yeah. ram that clutch. And he sort of half in his sleep murmured to me, you're riding the clutch. <laughs> yeah. you're damn right I am. Well, I went from driving a, a Toyota Tercel to driving a big Ford truck at one yeah, point oh, in yeah. my life, and that was... It's a statement. Was it right after a divorce? No, no, no. Okay. That was while we were still married. So oh. I had the Tercel, and he went and bought two new trucks. Don't even get me going. Oh, I That's, remember that Yeah, I bought story, two vehicles, yeah. and one of them was a really nice uh, truck, but I wanted to drive it to work one day. You should have seen me trying to park it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank God. It was a good parking lot. Okay, you know what? Mm. Um, as we go to break here, um, the list of the um, most streamed songs of the 20th century have been released. Uh, the top five. We're going to play them down here this afternoon, and we'll start at number five. These and are the it most is, streamed songs. Okay. Most streamed songs of the 20th century. And in fifth spot, man, this one goes way back. A little aha. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.